The warmest of greetings to you, and welcome to Happily Ever Teaching. This is the podcast to help you enthrall your learners in every subject under the sun using the best teaching method known to science, storytelling. To do this, we feature special guest educators who are passionately keen to empower your children. I am storyteller Chip Cahoon, and with me today is... Hi, I'm Rob. I've worked in QSH1 and QSH2 in village schools and in Milton Keynes. And I'm Nicola, and I've taught Key Stage 2 from Year 3 all the way to Year 6 for quite a few years now. And I've also taught at university, inspiring future teachers to do the best they can in education. And today we are seeing what we can make technologically and musically with our original story, Exploring the Water Cycle. You can listen to the story by downloading our sister podcast, Fables and Fairy Tales, or search our website, epictales.co.uk, for drip, drop, plop. There you'll find a video of me telling the story that you can share with your children. And if you sign up as an epic educator, you'll also get a copy as a paperback illustrated by Corky Paul's cracking protege, Mario Coelho, as well as the full audiobook for you to download at any time. In fact, I'd like to take a moment to thank everyone who's signed up to be an Epic Educator so far, because by doing so, you are also supporting this podcast, so we can keep sharing these off-the-shelf lesson ideas every week. Right now, though, let's continue our discussion with Rob, Nicola, Drip, Drop and Plop. And if you were particularly observant, you would have picked up on design and technology getting a brief look in yesterday. Nicola, you mentioned something like uh, making a water cycle, making a water cycle display, was that? Uh, yes, or a 3D model of the water cycle, which uh-huh, is something okay. that, um, that you can do. So you need various things, but you could actually create the landscape and you could create it and then you could demonstrate it Hmm. for example you could have boiling water that hits a colder surface to show evaporation and condensation once you've created the different elements i've done this before years ago but it was with like paper mache so you made Hmm. the sea you made the mountains and then you use that model then as demonstration to show the children how it worked but i know you can buy them as well you can buy sort of made models too yeah it just makes it more visual there's also loads of really good videos as well online and illustrations that you can use to help so children get to really fully understand and see what's happening i mean something we haven't mentioned within the podcast before is you're seeing droplets on the windowsill and why that happens and discussing that so make, mm. making the learning of this area real all the time whatever the weather is you can link it to this idea it's definitely more fun to make a model for the water cycle rather than just buying one in and i was, I was thinking as you were saying that whether you could combine it with an idea we had for a previous story um i can't remember which one now because there's been so many but i know you were there nicola when we were talking about making 3d maps i wondered whether maybe we could have um, a 3d map here with actually montana going into the the different parts of america that lead down to those three different oceans yeah you could do and then when in geography when you're comparing the different landscapes you've got a visual representation of that as well and all you need is some sort of hot plate for the oceans that's going to then filter up towards a condescending no that's not the right word is it condensing point um, above the mountains it could be Um, condescending as well (laughs) it could be yeah 
Other ideas for DT, one I had was to design a water bottle. We've been talking before about how important water is to drink. Maybe it mm. could be a drip, drop and plop water bottle, um, a new brand of water bottle. So they oh. could design and create. I mean, there's so many fancy different water bottles out there, but it could just be a standard one. They designed the packaging for it or they could design a new look of water bottle. Um, as part of design and technology you could add in like a, a filter of some kind hmm. like a yes. like a Brita yes. filter so so the water does drip drop and plop into the excellent drinking oh, yeah. compartment it feels like a breakfast series remember snap crackle and pop yeah. this is now <laughs> drop and plop <laughs> yeah it's great it could be a new thing this really could be a new thing and you could tell the children it's the next big thing and we, we want to market it because all of those aspects are really important when it comes to you know design and selling a product definitely another idea like building a mini raft great for teamwork i mean often if you go on a residential which i know we mentioned in the PSHG episode but teamwork coming together a bit like the three friends were really really good friends well they building and designing a raft that perhaps could be on a local if you've got water near you or or not if you've got a little um paddling pool that you could put up outside the classroom mm. designing products to use in a flood so if if there was too much of this water, what materials would be best suited to products to, to support a flood, whether it's from the sandbags to rafts that help people? What survival kit should we have in our village to help in that situation? And then also just a leaflet to save water, to help water, because as we all know at the moment, we're all trying to conserve water. Mm -hmm. We know how important it is, but again, designing a poster to help society to conserve water mm. again loads and loads of ideas would using concrete come into it at all into design and technology because concrete is mentioned in the story certainly i mean it's a material and and when it's used absolutely and thinking about what makes up concrete and then what purpose could it be used for and why is it suited to that purpose all links mm. to design technology really well and of course it would be a fantastic material to use for your 3d map if you wanted it to be a permanent fixture of your classroom <laughs> maybe i don't know if i trust children in concrete and i don't know what, if i want it that permanent <laughs> but <laughs> maybe <laughs> Lovely. Well, as we go down towards the other end of the school, though, the ages four to seven, Rob, you had picked out some musical learning outcomes for us. Yes. The children could be talking about the different states of water. You can hmm. start to explore the dynamics of the story musically. So if oh. it's fast or slow and then mm -hmm. recreate that using percussion instruments or body percussion as well. So as you're telling the story, think about what's happening to the droplets as they travel along their journeys and then representing that through the music but also thinking kind of about the the tempo of the music the pitch of the music mm -hmm. so as prop is sliding down an iceberg it's going to be a lot slower and quieter than if you're falling down the rapids mm, so how would yes. you represent that musically yeah so i think you could definitely get at least three weeks out of this because you've got the three different droplets mm -hmm. to explore you say three weeks is that three music lessons three, yeah sorry three music lessons yeah yeah Ah, some good percussive part, uh, precipitation. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, that wasn't as easy to say as I thought it would be. <laughs> um, I think I would automatically ban Rainmakers because that would okay. just take the 
the inventiveness out of the yes, music. Yeah. Or combine it with the uh, design and technology element uh, that Nicola was discussing and get them to make their own yeah. rainmakers. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that's also a good use of a Pringles tube once you've finished with the Pringles. <laughs> yeah, for a theatre show we did once, we had a very long, I think it was almost a, a metre and a half long rain stick, which is a fantastic thing to have on stage to create that sound effect. It was very difficult to source, though, so we almost came to make one ourselves. Definitely a good challenge for your class. Yes. Yeah. So when we've made it, we'll uh, send it off to you. Oh, thank you very much. That's sadly all we have time for in this episode, folks. If you'd like to talk to us about anything you've heard in this podcast, or if there's a subject you're soon to teach that you'd like us to cover, you can find us on social media using at teachhappily, or leave us a review using your favourite podcast app. Please also share this podcast with your colleagues and help us start a story-led revolution in classrooms around the world so children everywhere can learn in a way that's effective, memorable and enjoyable all at the same time. Tomorrow, Drip, Drop and Plop will help us make some art. But right now, it only remains for us to say cheerio and we hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio! And we hope to hear your story soon! soon.